the Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, are in Indianapolis for the 2022 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships, hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2022. From Indianapolis, here's Jimmy Mack. I'd rather be in the truck. I'd rather be in the truck. Those are the words of Wayne Crowder, FedEx Freight, NTDC Grand Champion and Rookie of the Year. I was telling Wayne while we were in the break, he's like Fred Lynn of the Boston Red Sox. He won the MVP and the Rookie of the Year the same year. Hey, Wayne, good morning. Good to have you on. Good morning. Thank you for having me. You sound fantastic, by the way. So this is an exciting event. I mean, you're a guy who actually has seen this from every possible angle. Can you do me a solid favor here for our listeners out there who are driving, doing their job as you do as well? Can you kind of set the scene of what they're not seeing here? Okay. Well, if you're in the stands, you're watching the drivers come out being nervous like you're 10 years old going to the principal's office. (laughs) They'll put them in the bullpen back there waiting for the truck to come in. They'll put them in the truck. You enter the course, and they have six problems to solve. In about 10 minutes. Okay, and by the way, can you talk about what some of those problems are to give them a sense of that? Well, I think the first problem, it looks like it's a rear bumper stop with a side qualifier. Second problem, I think, is a right front steer. Third one is a left front steer. Well, that's actually one problem, score on two different sides. Their next problem would be a right-hand turn. Now, for twins only, they're going to have a scale stop for their dolly tires. And then for everybody else, they have a dock stop. And then they have a drive tire scale. You just run across and then a front bumper stop. So in many ways, we were talking about this, and we were having a good time with Gina kind of discussing this as well. This is really not just about having fun, not just about competition, but in many ways, what you just kind of described is anybody out there who's made a living at this and done well for themselves knows exactly how to go about doing that, because it really is about finding out what you're like as a driver from before you get behind the wheel all the way till after you get behind the wheel. Can you talk about your own experiences? How nervous were you when you first competed in 2004? As a rookie rookie, back then my company had us in suits, literally suit, a tie, white bill black shirt. And I was so nervous, I took the written test, and I messed way more than I should have, changed something wrong. So I was kind of depressed, kind of aggravated at myself. So we get into the bullpen, and I was told, listen to the den mothers. I don't think I left my seat for four hours. And finally, den mother told me, he said, hey, Mr. Kentucky, you know you can go to the restroom, right? And I go, I'm scared to move right now. And they finally, no, no, just be yourself relaxed so i got up and started moving around so it's an experience it's really kind of weird too is the fact that you know a lot of people who have done any sort of competition will have the most overwhelming sense of butterflies the most overwhelming sense of nerves borderline paralysis and then the thing begins <laughs> then the thing begins and that's the thing when you're talking to gene about millions of miles of safety and all that kind of stuff it becomes what is it you learn it to forget it to know it and in many ways it seems like that years of training that once it all kind of begins you then have to rely on that motor muscle memory skill set but you're also relying on the ability to see before you think and to think ahead of when you see right i mean it really is a matter of letting things kind of flow right 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 well you see professional drivers Mm -hmm. that can get so upset that they get sick they get that nervous before they get in there and knock on wood about the first eight years of my competitive life i guess in the trucking industry i used to get really nervous i mean nervous to the point like you said just almost paralysis sitting in the seat when i get to start line always when the truck is mine when they say you're good to go 
I'll close my eyes, let go of the steering wheel, and bow my head, and I just take two deep breaths. And I don't know why, but it's kind of like when I look up, it's just me. It's interesting, too, because I got a great piece of advice from my father. That terrible feeling you get in your gut before you compete. And I was a nervous wreck before something. And he leaned into me, and he said, you feel that thing in your gut? I said, yeah, God Almighty. He goes, it's not what you think it is. He said, it's every bit of energy you need to do well. You got to let it go. Just the moment he said it, it never goes away. It never feels good. But you suddenly become a friend with it. You learn that it's a partner that you take down the road with you. If you were going to give anybody advice, somebody who was a rookie like you were in 2004, what would you tell them the approach would be on this? Listen, find somebody, find you a good mentor. That's a big thing. I had a great support team. My company supports us, and I actually had a former national champion kind of mentored me. So that's kind of where I do. I try to mentor that next rookies. We try to encourage rookies to get into it. And actually, this year, state of Kentucky, I think out of 78 competitors, had 38 rookies. So it's kind of nice to pass that knowledge along. It's nice to see rookies showing up, too, because it means that there's a future. Whether the rookie is 46 years old or whether the rookie is 25 years old, like I said, we've talked about this, too, is that there are people who were for a while concerned about the grain of trucking. But then we found out the reason it was holding was because a lot of people were like, I'm 38 years old. I'm tired of doing this thing. I want to kind of do this thing. And you talk about the idea of being a mentor. That fits in really well with your kind of role as a road captain, right? I mean, can you talk a little bit about what you do with the ATA, what you do with your own company to kind of serve as a mentor for other people who are just getting started or maybe still finding their way? I think I get more satisfaction now of mentoring, educating, and helping that next generation of drivers come up, whether it be at the terminal, in the industry, or across America's road team. The new captains come in, and you try to acclimate them on how you want them to be. It's hard to make somebody be like you because I'm not over the top, but like these trucks, when the trucks show up, I want them to look nice. So I take a lot into mentoring. It's interesting, too, because there's so many different ways to evangelize. And everyone's always kind of said that the finest form of evangelization is the evangelization of example, that we kind of model our behavior. And rather than saying, you should do this, we kind of say, I'm going to be this way around you, and then hopefully you will see that my successful path kind of gets you there. Can you talk about some of the other responsibilities as a road captain and what you enjoy about it and why you're honored to do it? So the responsibilities, you could travel one or two times a month. And you could go anywhere from a grade school to the White House. Some of the professional drivers as America's Road Team captains has actually been in the White House mm-hmm. with this. Some of the things that, like, again, the things we get to do, things you're involved in, is stuff that I thought, when I first started driving at 19, I never thought I'd be doing even this. I thought I'm just going to be in a truck. I was fine with that. But, like, again, I just go back to that education. I just love to pass it on because I always challenge the new teams. And there's one of the things I do every year. When the new team come in, like January, I said, your job is now to make the team better than what it is now. And that's really kind of a great approach, too, because when you tell people to make the team better than it is now, what you're telling them is learn what the team is. Find out who these men and women are that are already a part of it. See what they're doing. It's not a matter of figure out what they're doing wrong. It's a matter of see what they're doing right and then ask yourself the question, can I take it one step further? Because that's really the kind of thing, too, when you work with a team or you're in the cab with a team, you have to remember that you're only as good as the other people on the road with you. And that's the other part about the mentorship, too. You're not just creating a good situation for them. You're creating a better environment 
environment for you to drive in, right? Correct. And one of the things he was asking is, what do I really like doing is when you get out and talk to people. When you get out and talk to people, though, I mean, that's the thing is the fact that you're not only educating people to get behind the wheel of trucks, you're educating the general public, too, aren't you? I mean, that's the thing is about talking to other people means because it's almost like Captain Quentin Jaws, where you have to be aware of all your surroundings and not just the fish and not just the boat, but anybody else that's in the world. And so you guys have a real responsibility of educating your fellow drivers Correct. and educating the public, right? Yeah, well, and that's where I was going. So when you get to get out into the public and start educating them about what we do in the trucking industry, a lot of them, they don't understand it. So when you kind of educate them, that's kind of interesting to interact with people like that. So that's one of the things that I really appreciate doing. Especially with the kids, too. That wonderful thing. If you make them understand there's a human being behind the wheel of a truck, people are a whole lot less afraid of trucks when they know a human being is actually behind yeah, the wheel. Yeah, and we got some great programs. That's exactly what they do. They get out and they talk about sharing the road with the general public. That next generation of drivers. That's what I'll tell them. We're not going away. You're going to be sharing the road with us the rest of your life. Everything you use in your house, one time or another, is come on a truck. That's a big part, too, because once people really start understanding that, they stop seeing it disconnected from them. And a lot of people don't make that connection until they get to their 30s. If we can get people early to get that everything that's happening is only happening because of this interconnected system, right? right? It's such a big difference, isn't it? It is. It is. So where do you call home? A little town called Lanesville, Indiana. And does anybody want to say hello to? Anybody? Just my lovely bride, Candy. Well, we're saying hello to Candy here. We are so glad to have Wayne Crowder. He's a road team captain. We just can't thank you enough, by the way. He is now a veteran, but he was Rookie of the Year and a champion, and it's been a pleasure talking to you, my friend. Thank you for having me. Oh, you got it. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels Powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2022. Check back with us right here for more of our podcast features as we cover this championship event.